What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Create Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. If you have any questions or show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Create Happiness with a Y podcast at gmail.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create Happiness Podcast, and that's happiness with a Y, people. And today, I am so freaking excited because me, MJ, and Marnie are back with my girlfriend. When I tell you my girlfriend, I'm not, she's just not my regular girlfriend. This is like my 30 freaking year girlfriend, okay? Wow. From like freaking yes. intermediate, and we go back, way back. We go back before boyfriends, Bartles and James, and babies is what we like to call it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smirnoff Ice. Yes. Um, anyway, her name is Ashley Shock, and she's here. And we're going to talk about something that I don't think people know about. And it's about designing your home and your interior with a holistic point of view. Is that right, Ash? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. right. Cool. Nice. Cool. So let me give you guys a little bit of backstory. Ash and her husband have a construction company. He's a general contractor. And they do, if you, fo- I got to have you guys follow them. And we'll put it in the show, lo- the show notes. Wait, wait, is this like Joanna Gaines and Chuck Gaines? <laughs> is kind that of, what it's like? Oh, kind of, yes, so yes, cute. I yes, love that. Right? And um, yeah. they, they have a construction company and they do fabulous work. I mean, you guys got to go check it out. It, it really, I'm not being biased. It's really, really nice. Okay. Um, and so Ash does all of the designing on the inside the interiors and stuff like that oh no nice. i know firsthand that she does really good work because back in the day um when we filmed my sizzle reel right ash she yep, came yep, yep. out with me and um she we did the sizzle reel which was like um the intro for like a show a pilot show for network um at at what the hell was his name the guy that writes um baldo and all of those like disney movies we yeah. actually filmed at his house and wow. Ash was the one who decorated for um, my, my, my scissor reel, my, my pilot reel. And it was, nice. I mean, she took like whatever he had in his house and like, we put it all oh, in this I one area. Yeah. And, and right. she did so well. So I got to have oh, wow. you guys, we're going to talk to her today about what she does um, mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. Good morning. Girl, I need to talk to you because, you know, um, I'm recently getting divorced. <laughs> it was so weird, but I'm thinking like it might have been probably the things that was in the house that made it like that because the people before us actually got a divorce too, the one that lived here. So yeah. I don't know if it's oh the God, energy. I staged it and everything. Yeah. Wow. So nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these are like our outer world, right? We have our inner world and then we have the outer world. And it's like, you know, like I dream a genie when you live in that bottle and then yes, kind of see back and all that, but definitely houses have energy, right? I mean, it's just the flow. It's kind of like your body where you take good care of your body, your body gives back, but it's right. all the subliminal stuff too. Like you don't realize like the messaging of your artwork, the way your house flows, you know, just the feeling that you have. It's like, you know, when you, 
it's kind of like you know, when someone is beefing, right? And you're in the room and they yep. leave, walking in the room, mm-hmm. you can't really put a finger on it, but you know something happened, right? Yeah. You just that's that a good analogy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, something went on, but I don't know what. Yeah. But carrying yeah. that energy through you and then just making sure that you're in alignment, that that is what you want in your space, right? Because you, you don't realize like a lot of people get stuff and they don't really like it. You know, you got your mother-in-law's freaking base and you're like, oh, I gotta display it because she comes over. Right? So that kind of stuff. It's like, we want to make sure that you personalize it and don't just follow the trends because it doesn't always work for everybody. It looks good, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. Good, right. Yeah. Yeah. What would you call what you do, Ash? Like, what is that? There's a name for it, right? Kind of. Well, you know, when I say holistic, people are like, what? You're like, you know, yeah. they, they hear a funny sound. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but it's really the whole body. So it's not just doing things for the look or the technical part. It's the environmental, it's the energy. It's just how you're feeling. It's a connection based thing. Mm-hmm. So you still have the technical side. Yes, yeah. But yeah. it's, it's really just treating the whole person so that you feel completely supported. You feel at home. You don't have to yeah. worry about just what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, everybody's got that front room, right? You got the yeah. front room. Yeah. looks good. Yep. And the yeah. rest of the house you're living in. Yep. But you don't want to feel like that. You want to feel like your whole space, you can come home and relax and things are organized. <laughs> and the flow is good. Yeah. The flow makes you feel comfortable. Now, when you, okay, so let's just say you are helping MJ getting started on her own, right? Mm-hmm. What would be like when you assess someone, how do you, what is the first thing you do when you're talking to somebody to try to figure out how to get them into their space comfortably? Basically, it's a lot of listening. Like I ask them about what's their space telling them or how are they living now? What's mm-hmm. not working, right? And then, so people go through life changes, right? Like unfortunately you're going through a divorce. So all the things that you probably had were shared, right? And it's like, yes. how did you feel about this thing? Do you want to take it forward? You're starting a new chapter. You can you let it go and then find something better. So I do a lot of kind of investigation. Like I see things in patterns, right? I see mm-hmm. things, things repeat. And usually things that aren't dealt with come, come in pairs or they're stored in different parts of the house, mm-hmm. right? So I look at I hate to say it, but I look at the closets, right? Because the closets are kind of like that secret space that you just are wishing for something to happen or you haven't right. done it yet or you're storing things, right? And it's like, okay, what is not working right now? And what do you want to take forward that you're not making time for? Like, mm-hmm. where are you in this, right? Mm-hmm. And so how can we bring that out? And how can we create a space for it that you're not doing right now? So unfortunately, the husband's out, but where are you? And how do yeah. you want like how do you want to bring out the best part in your life what is it like do you like calligraphy or you know like what things that will make you feel happy mm-hmm. with your family how does your family come together is your right. seating you know like so I have to tell you a personal story we had a really bad couch for a long time in our house mm-hmm. and nobody was comfortable we all sat there looking <laughs> forward right but yeah. walking right and we're just like oh my god so we finally got a new couch just how the couch was oriented made a huge difference. Now we hang out, what? talking story, you know, we're relaxed. Yeah. The material, we had a really uncomfortable, nice looking leather couch, right? Yeah, Bigger that's us too. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't want like spills and stains, but we mm-hmm. got a nice soft kind of um, more textured and it felt like, like comforting, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. I fall yeah. asleep on the couch, yeah. I relax on the couch. Okay, so funny you should say that, that because- 
we have because you know ray he's like he's more contemporary i'm more fuzzy right yeah more like the warm and comfortable right so he bought this sectional and it's a beautiful sectional it was so freaking expensive but it's leather and i hate leather okay like i i like leather in my car yeah? yeah but i don't i don't feel like it's comfortable for me so i never sit on our couch never i will like never ever my kids love it he loves it they'll all watch movies and stuff in there and i just cannot i'm like i it's just not comfortable for me you know what i mean and so I have another area in my craft room that I've made it like, this is my jam. Like it has yeah. texture, it's warm, it's it's fluffy, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. where I'm at. I go, I read, I don't need to watch TV. I hate TV anyway, but you know, it's like, that's so funny you say that because that's that's yeah. where we are, you know? Yeah, I, I actually made good. a room like that. Yeah. Like I made a room that's my room. Mm-hmm. It's a guest room, mm-hmm. but I made it so like, it's it's more like Hawaii because I wanted to like, you know, have Hawaii here. Yeah for me so that that when I walk into that space because I painted all the walls I made it different so that it doesn't look like what it was before and I feel like way more positive energy in that room Mm. but the rest of the house like my husband doesn't want to get rid of this rug he's probably had this he's been through relationships in this rug with this rug you know what I'm saying and I've been trying to tell him like we need to get rid of this rug but he wants to keep it he wants to keep all these things that have all this negativity on it and I'm yeah and I'm like get rid of it pictures magazines like it's just I'm like uh yeah this is not gonna work it's it's weird because it's subconscious, like yeah, just a rug, but things hold energy. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Especially rugs. When you think of rugs, like what? Yeah, happens? it absorbs. It takes all the energy in, right? And yeah. Like, have that space and just like, oh, you want to start fresh, but people are bringing in things together. You yeah. Really make sure, like, okay, like, is this setting a healthy, a healthy setup for you and him? Right. Right. And then the carpets that are from the old people, the people who were living here before, and they had a negative energy and whatever. So the carpet's holding all that stuff too. So I'm like, man, (laughs) it's weird. I mean, I I really didn't think much of it, but like even like artwork, right? So artwork that I had here. So we bought a condo in Hawaii, right? And I was like, I never surfed when I lived here. I was always working, right? So come back, right? There are some pictures here before me that had a girl surfing on a wave. Uh-huh. Oh, that's kind of cute, right? I left it. Like fast forward two years, I'm finally starting to surf that she's I never surfing. Yeah, she's I started. Surfing. Surfing. Yep. <laughs> that's so cool. And she's standing up too. I'm like, uh-huh. that's freaking wild. <laughs> yeah. Staying up, but standing up, right? Yep, a little yep. bit. Right? Yep. But I look back and I'm like, all these pictures that I had, I didn't realize that were kind of just subliminating me. Yeah, giving you. Mm-hmm. oh my god it actually works you know yeah. it sounds kind of out there yeah it's just little things that along the way like now that you're starting your new space think yeah of something that makes you happy that you want to fulfill in the future you know that you're starting something new so i watch you ever seen the secret yes <laughs> and you know that part where the woman's like paint pictures with you and three other girls or, you know, you always paint these pictures of like people looking away from each other. No, I'm not looking at you. So paint pictures with other people. Right. So um, there's this painting that this guy gave me and it was of a woman or of a figurine, but it was alone. Right. And it was so cool because it was made with crayon drippings. Oh, so I thought, wow, this is pretty cool 
painting and I didn't want to give it away because it was, but then I realized I was like, dude, I'm getting rid of this painting. And then I got into relationships after that because I got rid of the painting because I, I detached from it. Yep. 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 That's so That's true. That happens. I mean, I hate to say it. it's like, you don't realize like even people are using like artwork, like, like, like dead flowers, you know, like press. Flowers. Oh yeah. That like, it's the energy that it holds or what it resembles, like the mm-hmm. symbolism behind it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to follow the trends or, you know, just do what is, you know, given to me or accessible just because I have it, mm-hmm. but not thinking it creates. Yeah. That's totally awesome that, you know, like you put that together. Cause yeah, moving forward, I think that's going to be awesome for you. Right. Like, yeah. I got to fill a picture. <laughs> I have a question. So <laughs> the uh, the design process, and I hear what you guys are all sharing, and it makes sense. Uh, a lot of people hold on to things uh, not knowing, because uh, we don't really in, really review what our home is, especially in Hawaii, we're generational mm-hmm. homes. So we yep. don't really think about anything in the house. We just yep. know that it was there when I was a child. It's still there to now. Uh, now. Yep. Yep. It's going to stay yep. there after mom and dad pass. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. It's not going anywhere. Right. Um, I do believe that homes do have an energy because we, we silently fight the design of a home when we don't like it, but we don't, you know, we don't say anything generation of homes you don't say anything you didn't buy the house it's not your house you can shut the hell up and enjoy it mustard yellow is beautiful (laughs) it is a beautiful color (laughs) learn to love it avocado green uh refrigerator you know those are shag carpet yeah yeah these are classics you know right right they try to give you a definition to to make you understand it's like fake brick peel and stick tile (laughs) was very popular in the 60s and it's something Linoleum. that will, yeah, it will come back. It will come back. So you're just kind of like, eh, okay. But then um, that's the one that, that makes it difficult too, because um, uh, it is a financial mm-hmm. adjustment, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to do something like that, to be mm-hmm. um, sincere of your environment and things that you need to correct. You know, it is a financial thing. So many people just live with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree with furniture being a catalyst of, change because if you have a shitty um couch or a bad setup you know yeah it does it it prevents conversation mm-hmm. it prevents uh, a welcoming environment but yeah. speaking with generational living is like how do you uh how yeah. do you define nostalgic you know pieces versus like you know that piece gotta go like mom's favorite you know vase like you were saying uh, mother-in-law earlier it's like how do you get rid of that you know, um, you know, your father and I painted this velvet panther uh, when <laughs> it was light. cool. Yeah, <laughs> when it was uh, really special back in the day. And that's the one that that's the piece that brings the most negative energy. But that's the most uh, sentimental, sentimental mm-hmm. yeah. of all items in the house. And you're like, yeah, that's mom true. and dad physically did that with their hands. So much, should I get rid of it? And you're like, yeah, you have to. And you're like, I can't. You know, yeah. it's like that was the last thing dad made, or that was the last thing mm-hmm. mom sewed. And you know, I'm like, yeah. do we get rid of it? That's, I think that's a, a problematic for generational homes. You know, what okay. guidance do you have for them? Right. No, that's a real reality. I mean, it's just, especially in Hawaii, like you said, multi generational, you're sharing space. So it's not like you can just yeah. create home space. So what I would say is, you know, it, it doesn't even have to do with the, the price tag, too, of what we're buying, of it having to be new. 
you know, but it's being sensitive to people that do have attachments to things and honoring that. And then maybe saying, okay, if that's going to stay, maybe creating your own space in your room, just a corner, you know, of what that can resemble for you and honoring them because you can't just make it all black and all white, right? It has kind of a middle ground. So, I mean, it's funny. I always talk about um, this lady who I call the richest lady in the world. And she literally was not the richest lady, but to me, she was because she lived in Hemaki. She was my babysitter, right? Uh, my son's babysitter. And um, I used to work for a really luxury real estate brokerage. I'd see million dollar homes. I'm like, oh my God, this, this looks amazing, right? I mean, yeah. oceanfront, all the furniture is custom, Italian, leather, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be in my suit and everything. And then I'd pick up my son end of the day and I'd walk into the house and she shared the house too. So she shared the house with her parents, her, I think her children once in a while would come over, but she had also her daycare there. So it was a crowded house. It was a modest house, but I'd walk in. I feel like, you know what? I just want to be here. It was just comfortable. Everyone yeah. kind of each other. The things weren't new. You know, she has yeah. on a modest budget. She worked at Burger King, you know, so it wasn't like you know, she had every means available to her, but yeah, walking off of this, you know, Kahala mansion, going yeah. to the house, and I'd be like, "There's something here that just feels good," and yeah. it didn't have to do with the price of the stuff. Didn't have to look with the look. I mean, it was certainly nice. You know, they had she had some nice things, but what she did have had meaning, and there was a respect with it, and also there were some other parts of the house that were for other people. So it's like sharing this space, having the respect, but being connected to your space was really what I walked away with. Like, man, I just left, you know, what people would die for, what you would think. And yeah. But I can, I can hang there for like maybe 15 minutes and all of a sudden I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't want to sit down and I don't want to break. Oh, yeah. Don't touch anything. Yeah. 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 Right. It yeah. Was inviting. So my, my, I guess my point is, you know, whatever feels inviting for you as a multi-generational family, out of the respect and out of just what's reality, just make the best of it. And for you, creating your space, where whether it's in your room or another part of the house, so you can have kind of both worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a big thing. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, the, the kids that grew up are older now you know, come in and it's like, well, this, all this crap is old and we need to get rid of this and rip out that and put this in. And your parents are like, yeah. <laughs> like, don't you touch my goddamn house by your own, you cheap shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah. You're, so you gotta be mindful of that. Say, hey, hey, you wanna keep living here? You know, step outside, go build a garden. You know, don't touch the interior. Yeah. But um, yeah, that makes sense. That, that does make sense. I think that would be helpful for a lot of people too, because Hawaii is... Multi-generational. Yeah, multi-generational. So yeah. But, but I very much agree that, um, you know, the modest household is the more comforting household. Um, you know, my industry is the same. I manage uh, portfolio managing of condos, properties, associations, stuff like that. And you see that, you know, the exterior of the building is like, oh, it's so lush. It's gorgeous. Look at all these amenities. <laughs> God, I can't wait to live here. Then you go in their unit, you're like, holy hell. What is this goddamn train wreck? I'm like, you guys heard of a trash can? Fucking use one. It's just amazing, you know, what you see in the house. And you realize, like, okay, it's just a facade on the exterior to draw attention and almost admiration. 
But then you walk in and they're a hot mess, you know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. You know, and then you walk in other units and you're like, it's a museum. Yeah. And then you walk in some units and you're like, yes, this is my comfort zone. Is that dried mac and cheese? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You know? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Am I use, are you using Febreze to mask the dried milk all over your couch? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You're cereal eaters. Great. Good to know. Good to know. You know, but it's there is that um, portion of a human's mind where we have to acknowledge that although the luxuries look luxur luxurious, you know, it's not, you know, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah. I can look at a, a expensive million dollar home and I'll be like, yeah, it's cool. You know, but then I my my profession kicks in and I'll be all like, you know, but that's salt air. The maintenance is going to be every three months. It's about <laughs> average on what? What? $5,000 just to maintain this? How's that yeah. landscaping? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the light fixtures like? You know, da, da, da. And I just go to town A to Z and I'm like, you could buy the house, but to maintain it, it's going to cost you three mortgages. Mm -hmm. yep. So I just kind of look at him like, yeah, it's beautiful. Let's go. But if I go to, you know, like in Hawaii Kai, we have what's called uh, Coco Terrace, uh, where the yeah. modest people live. Yes. And <laughs> to me, Coco Terrace is the best place to live. Mm -hmm. Wait, Ash, what building are you in? <laughs> I know. <laughs> could be right you there. Could ask it up. Right? Well, you live in Hawaii Kai too? Yeah, I used to live, I used to live Esplanade, Mariners Valley. Esplanade. And mm -hmm. Oh, my parents live in Heritage House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Well. Esplanade, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's old a, school, yeah? That's, that's an old, old building, right? That you're, is one of the very first built in Hawaii Kai was the Esplanade. Oh, wow. I actually loved your guys' apartment there, Ash. Like, that was my favorite, I think. I know, but it was Esplanade. haunted. Yeah, I know it was haunted. That's the thing. Yes. It was haunted? Yes. Haunted. Your apartment? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then we got- You can see. Canopies, and then freaking yes, my mom right. first got, my parents got to act like everything happened in six that's months. Right. We were that's out right. of there. Yep. Oh, my God. So you're telling me that this house is probably the reason why I got into that accident. All these things are happening. Wow. Holy crap. Because I felt something. Mm -hmm. I felt something. It was, it's so weird. There's like this, it's this room up here. For some reason, every time we walk in, even his son doesn't want to, like we told him you can pick which room you want. And he didn't want that room, but that room has the most sunlight that comes in. And I'm just like, why does it have such a negative energy in that room? Yeah. And I, no one died in that room, but something about that room. I don't know. How would she? <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. How could she? How can she change that energy in that room, Ash? What do you think? Yeah, you I know, already saged it. Saged it. You <laughs> yeah. know, sometimes it's just there's not a whole lot you can do. I mean, because some plate the way that houses are positioned, they call it geopathic stress. So it could be the energy oh. too. So I mean, if oh. you're done the staging, you can call someone in to bless it. I mean, you can paint it colors. You can only do so much, but I would just say, do everything that you can. You Wait, know, what is geopathic? Oh, well, I'm not going to do anything. What, what, I'm leaving. What, so I don't what, care. What is geopathic? Yeah. Whatever. What do you call that again? Stress. So geopathic stress is energy in the ground that <gasps> naturally holds just different types of energy that, that with the way that your house is positioned, you can sense it. From just, it's, it's a feeling based thing and it crosses like meridian lines. And yes. so the way that houses are positioned, it's almost like, not that it's like on a fault line, but it's on an energy line. Mm -hmm. So some just the way that things are positioned can cause more stress internally in the house. 
So you start noticing people use dowsing rods or they use pendulums yep. to pick up on energy that's not flowing. Correctly. Ley lines, the ley lines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. even doing some history, you know, kind of just um, research on the history of your home will help because, you know, Hawaii is a sacred place, right? I yeah. Mean, going on and even in seattle we have a lot of native uh, native american land oh no i live in yeah. california in oh, riverside so- <laughs> that too right i mean it's, it's weird because the house next door that house um the lady died from cancer so i don't know if like yeah There's and something. it's like right on that side you know like but i don't know something something's going on yeah. in this and house a lot of environmental things that people aren't aware yeah. of I mean, yeah because people are spending more time indoors, actually the indoor air can be more polluted than the and outdoor air. air. Yeah. Oh, we just changed our central air. So all of that got changed out. Yeah. No, but I totally can see. Remember, yeah. um, so we, me and Ash have another good friend of ours, like 30 years. Um, she had a friend and he passed away and he was in Hawaii, right, Ash? Um, mm-hmm. And there's something in the ground, in the water, right? In the waterway, there's- yeah. There's something you remember, you know Hawaii Kai Drive right in front of like the Heritage House in the Moana Luan. There's that one spot where everybody gets into crashes all the time. They always get into crash. Mm, like children have died over there. It's always that spot though. It's so mm. weird. And they all they talked about it in like ghost stories of Glenn Grant or something. They talked about that specific spot. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And it's right in front of my parents' house. Like <gasps> right. In the building, they live in the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah everybody knows. See, Marty knows. Ash knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was from the leeward side. I don't know. <laughs> well, the the hayow's not too far from that location too. So Ooh. I don't know what type of hayow that is, uh, but uh, uh, that section of Hawaii Kai does have yeah. spiritualness about it. That's why you have that. Um, it was mostly swamp lands. We filled it in and built buildings. You know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I do, I do agree that there is energy in the, the land. And I do agree that there's going to be some times where, yeah, you nailed it. You can't do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we built somewhat something that should not have been built there. Yep. Uh, that energy is going to remain there. And you're going to have a short lady with sunglasses come in and said, this house is it's clean. clean. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're not going to have that because it's not going to be clean. You know, it's going to stay that way. You just got to live with it. Yeah. 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 Well, and in Hawaii is very sacred, you know, for so many reasons. It's just been, you see it every time I come back, you see more and more of it disappearing and being eroded as far as the respect. Yeah. 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 So sad. Yeah. Just, you know, what, I don't know if it's just money or just. It's poor leadership, you know, and it's because um, there's a market somewhere else that is ignoring the natural or the local culture to which we acknowledge and understand that. The land is our responsibility. The land talks to us, the land feeds us, uh, the land protects us. And, you know, developing over and over by giving excuse, like we need affordable housing. And affordable housing came about because there's excessive population and outsiders buying second, third, fourth homes here. When you yep. look at the percentages amount. Yep. And then, and the then raising being- up the rent so that yep. people can't even, per- I mean, live in the house. Pricing people out. I mean, yeah, it's so yeah. true that when I lived here and I had to raise kids here, work here, mm-hmm. I never went to the beach. You know, I was always working. No, right? we never. Yeah. I never enjoyed it until I moved. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then now mm-hmm. I come back as a tourist. I'm like, oh, I see now why people come here because you can actually enjoy it. But then there's that part of it's like desecration to the land that the the, the sacredness of the Hawaiians and mm-hmm. everything like yeah. is ignored, right? Yeah. And so. Yep 
kind of getting back to your point about, you know, living in a space, it's almost like there's a certain reverence or asking permission or asking for just gratitude and blessings for wherever you live, right? Mm -hmm. Paying it back to the land, paying it back to the ocean. Everything is in our natural world, just right in front of us. But we tend to just live indoors in a bubble, yep. right? I mean, it's like you are your own houseplant. If you don't take care of your, <laughs> your intake, your air, the yep. water. That's true. That's, that's a good analogy. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. If it's not stress from work or, you know, all the electronics, so the electronics are a big, a uh, big reason why people even can't sleep, right? All the EMFs and all the radiation in our world, right. And next to our bed in our, in our home offices, you know, yep. it's just, it's just too much. Yeah. Yep. I totally, totally. Yeah. I think your, uh, interior designing is not just, uh, a service to how to, um, design and, and apply your home to make it your own home. It's a very uh, centered approach and review of, you know, what is valuable to you and how you see your your world, your environment. Because if you don't understand that portion, you know, you're not going to understand the value that's coming to you within this design uh, yeah. for your home. It's most people are just like, I just need a place to live. I need it close to my commute, you know, and it needs to be within this budget. And you're like, okay, you know, fine. That's what you get. Here's a home that's uh, built in 1959, never been, you know, remodeled. It's original as built, you know, um, the yard is dirt. Hope you get, you know, hope you know landscaper because there's no irrigation or grass. And, you know, your neighbors uh, grow cars in their yard. So if you don't mind, you know, having metallic flowers, you know, <laughs> this is your neighborhood, you know, and this is what you're going to get. And then people just say, okay, where do I sign? And then yeah. they're miserable yeah yeah and they struggle and they're paycheck to paycheck and they under and they just question life they're like why is my life like that why can't i get ahead you know, why is this the way it is why 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 it's like god damn mm -hmm. i'm gonna pause you know take a step to look around you made a decision the decision was wrong is this a is this a static decision is this a decision that you cannot move from no i'm like you just gotta move, understand and listen to that that um it's basically silent speech coming at you i'm like if it's nagging in you internally forever and ever amen you know do something about it because it's not going to go away and it, it's there's a reason it's nagging you it's telling you this ain't it yeah this is not where you're supposed to be this is you have more to give you have more to offer you know just it's telling you move on and you're just kind of like oh you know, it's like, you know, you just make complaints or excuses. And then at, at some point it's going to, you're going to bump into somebody like yourself, Ashley, and you're going to help them. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell them, it's like, this is why you have those nagging feelings. This is why you have these dreams and thoughts. It's like, this isn't meant for you. This is not your end game. It's yeah. like, you still have more to give. Ever thought about moving or ever thought about getting rid of that, you know, 1970s uh, caravan in your backyard, you know, it's like, do you ever thought about getting rid of that? Let's start there, you know, like, oh, it's expensive and it costs money. I'm like, well, then call people, Yeah, you know, offer it up for sale. There's Facebook yeah. market. Some idiot will want it. I'm like, get rid of it. You know, it's like, get rid of it and see what happens. You know, oh, poho, poho, I don't like waste, poho. I got that at Ross's, poho, I don't like waste. It's like, poho, oh <laughs> but you're stuck in this, you know, shithole of a house that you don't like and you're saying poho over a $2 glass bowl. You know, it's like, get out of my face. Yeah. You know, it's like, this oh, is the moment. Listen to the voice, you know, make the changes. It's going to be awkward, but you're going to be blessed. Right. You know, people were actually like telling me, oh, you should move to Vegas, you know, because you have more opportunities and everything is cheaper here. 
But I went to Vegas to for yes, my birthday weekend just to, mm-hmm. you know, just to hang out. And I was like, it's not calling to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if it's not calling to me and it's telling and something's telling me go home, you know, like go home, mm-hmm. then I need to go home. You know, like I, I shouldn't be going to Vegas, even though it's a better opportunity or I might make maybe more money. It's not a, an opportunity for you, though. You know Yeah, what I mean? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I can ask you, Nadine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nadine. People look, um, so many people don't listen to their gut, whether it's yeah. about their house, whether it's about the things that they're holding on to, whether it's about a move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't, they just do things and keep things because ho-ho. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to waste. I'm so used to, to this. I don't have enough energy to move it around. Whatever the case may be, there's yeah. always an excuse, right? There's yeah. You'll always find an excuse if you don't really want to do something. But that's the problem with society. People don't listen to their na'al. They don't listen to their gut telling them, it's time to get rid of this sister. It's time to move here, sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of yeah. And I think that's what's good about Ash because she can come in and with no connection to the stuff, kind of guide people. about. Oh, you hey, can actually feel it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, she can guide people into be like, hey, you know what? This doesn't feel right for you. What do you think about this? And in a loving way, help people try to reassess and then maybe reformat their living space so that it should be like a sanctuary versus like a fucking hoarding shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the world's already a hard place, right? So you have to yeah. have a place to go, right? Mm-hmm. And even when you don't have it within your own house, it's it's frustrating and it's overwhelming. And then it makes, makes you more stressed out. But it's like you're saying like your instincts will always tell you what's working or not working. And then it's like, okay, once you realize and you take the time and it's hard because everyone is so busy, yeah. right? So yeah. you're busy, busy, busy. Your mind doesn't have a chance to catch up to your feelings, right? And then you just kind of keep going and going until you hit that wall or some life you know, choice happens or something in your life just tells you or stops you. And then you start looking, but it, it's hard because it takes time to just really settle into what feels good and then more like listening and receiving like you're just kind of tuning into your own radio and then really yeah. kind of adjusting your life around that and making some decisions just small ones even if it's just a small one just to create a corner for yourself mm-hmm. or just to take more it's mainly like getting stuff out mm-hmm. like get yes. rid of all that toxic even just it doesn't have to cost anything yeah, like less yeah. Is, right less is better because then what you do have yes appreciate it more you know what's so funny i'll tell you this funny story so i do a lot of my well i used to do a lot of my instagram stories from in my craft room right i remember Mm -hmm. one time ash was like what is all that shit behind you i'm like nothing (laughs) i'm like i'm like that's nothing but it's because when i was crafting companies would send me things all the time to review to give me whatever right and i would review it i would use it and then i wouldn't use it again and it just started piling up so my craft room got to the point where I'll call it my crap room because that's pretty much what crap it was. Room. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I couldn't yeah. do much other than like a little four by four area because everything else was just shit. So when our floors had to get redone because of the weather thing that happened last year, um, I gutted my craft room. And I yeah. swear to you, that was- We sold like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. The mo- well, I haven't sold it yet. My daughter's- Oh, not yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like in charge of that. It's like whenever she can, because she's pocketing all the money, right? So I'm like, whenever you do it, that's on you. But this is all the stuff I want to sell. Um, but it's been so freeing. And so I have my little desk area, which I don't really need a desk area, but I have it anyway. Um, and I have things in there that I love. And then I have like like chairs in there. And what I found is that my kids will come in there now and sit there 
and they love it in there. It's there's something about it that's because it's not there. the crap room anymore. <laughs> right, but it has such a good energy and it's clean I'm and. Sorry. You know, they just love it. And then my husband comes home and like he's in there and he's like, he comes home straight. Now, before he used to come home, bring all his stuff upstairs and then write charts in his office. Right. But now he comes home and we're all in there and he comes and he sits down. And he sits on the floor even and he starts writing his charts. And I'm just looking around like, oh, I like this. You know what I mean? It feels good. Like getting rid of shit feels good. And making your space your own feels good. You know? Yeah. Mm hmm. You can always tell when something is aligned or it feels good yeah. because like you see, people will just yeah. come or mm -hmm. it just it attracts like a vibration. Yeah. Right. And yeah. It's, it's we designed this one guy's space. He's one of one of our first clients and he's this big executive and all this stuff, right? And and he had a, he was single at the time and he was um wanting to redo his bathroom. And he said, Okay. So we created him a, a full gut and he was um I hate to say it like before he had a closet that looked like a college dorm right With oh my god <laughs> yeah yes. plastic hangers and i'm like wait what do you do again he's like oh i'm a business architect blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like what is that he goes it's a high profile person who's part of you know meeting other executives i'm like so when you go to your closet every morning i feel like you go back to college like you just don't have that feeling of authority when you're trying to just find things everything's broken so long story short, we designed his closet like a total man cave. And he oh, ended cool. up loving it so much that he brought his recliner into the closet. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, that it's no. that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We put it out. We took it. like another room all yeah. day. This guy's dragging his recliner in the bathroom. But it how it was how it made him feel like he greeted himself as an authority because we designed it like we had a special place for his steamer, you know. So yeah. things when people recognize that it empowers them to create yeah. a space that feels good or brings out the best in themselves or their family, right? For your family, yeah. you will naturally want to be there, and that's kind of the clue. Like when yep. you gravitate, like what's your favorite room in the house and why? Yep. And then how do we do that with other parts of the house? Or if you're sharing a house, how can we create that space someplace else? So maybe you can drag your recliner into your, you know, your, your you know, now that you, you were talking about that, I realized that we try to have a lot of like family parties here, but the family doesn't really want to come, you know, like they don't try to make an effort to come. Some, some of them will like say they're coming and then they'll cancel so it'd be just the immediate family, but the other extended family, just for some reason, I don't know what it is. It's funny, right? And when I don't you think know, back on it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I was like, is it the energy in the house or I don't, it could be like our energy, my husband and I's, you know, energy, because I know that. Um, I, I just want to circle back on Ashley because um, yeah, she kind of nailed it. You know, sometimes you just like the gentleman with the closet. Um you don't see what you need to do yeah so you just yeah. don't see it you That's know true. you realize you just you're it's a routine mm -hmm. um and you actually also said like um it was commonplace in this conversation it was we're busy yeah we're busy we're mm -hmm. yeah. we don't notice we can't enjoy it we're mm -hmm. busy we're busy we're busy i think we're now society is now with the pandemic has brought us back to the place where we're tired of being fucking busy mm -hmm. yeah and, you know we want a life Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be able to take weekends off. Mm -hmm. 
We yep. want to be able to say, like, when I clock out at work and I leave that job, I don't want to hear from anybody until next 8 a.m. the next day. Mm -hmm. yep. um, we want that again. We're desperately trying to get that again. And I think um, our homes are a stimulant. You know, it's bad enough we have technology that keeps us up until 2 in the morning because that, you know, that series has 13 episodes and they're 54 <laughs> minutes each and I'm going to watch every last one of them before I go to bed. You know, it's like we have those stimuluses that, that kind of um, redirect us. And the, and the great reflection of what we used to be or how we can kind of live and survive is like you look at your grandparents, man. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't get involved in any of that. Yeah. And they're just like they wake yeah. up each morning, they have that cup of coffee with cracker and butter. They chit chat yep. with their grandkids and their kids. They do their little, you know, they whittle new furniture. I don't know what the hell they do. But then, um, you know, they eat their meals and then they go to bed. Maybe yeah. they watch a TV show and they'll go to bed and they're they're so content. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. you know, we have to acknowledge that's their lifestyle. That's how they were raised. That was the environment, society at the time. It was very limited. Yep. Today we have excess. Yes. And the excess is what's killing us in, in being yes. able to acknowledge it and love and live where we are. And with Ashley's approach, she's telling you guys, it's like, hey, get the stimulus out. Mm -hmm. Get all this crap out of your home, out of your mind, out of your heart. Yep. So that way you can start living and acknowledging and, and enjoying your life again. Because mm -hmm. if not, all you're thinking about is I need a second job. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't have money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. It was like the bottom line is you have enough money. Yep. You're just using it wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you right. have enough time. Yeah. You're Starbucks using it coffee. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you have enough everything. We're just using it wrong, and we just need somebody to help us. Um, and I think that your your business is something that will help people understand. It's like, you know, you're not a hoarder. You're actually a minimalist, but you're so compounded by all of these influences that you just keep things with the understanding that one day is going to appreciate on Facebook marketplace <laughs> and you'll be able to sell it for $10 more than you bought it. Yeah. You know, it's like, just donate it. You know, donations is not trash. Yeah. Donations means that somebody else who is struggling can use it can benefit from it yep. or somebody who created their own entrepreneurial business mm -hmm. on eBay goes in there and posts it on TikTok or Instagram, like, I got this t-shirt for $2 and I sold it on eBay for 15, you know, plus shipping, you know, like, good for you, shut up. You know, I didn't donate it so you could be rich, but apparently you found a niche, you know? So we need that, you know, for those listening, you need that. Yep. You I know, have a reach question. Out. Yeah. So, um, what holds the most energy in the house? Ooh, I, I would say the things that hold the most energy, I hate to say, but it's people's closets because it's the, oh. you know, like the, the way that yeah. store things in hiding and, and kind of back to your point where it's, um, you kind of live in this shame-based culture, right? You want to put forth that you have this like, life that looks good on Instagram, right? And it's about yeah. consumption versus yep. connection. And yep. that's been yeah. consumption of things, of status, of, you know, electronics, you know, this numbing yep. thing about having enough. And we come from a place that in, within the walls, it's very different. You know how people yeah. on the outside versus how they really live on the inside. Yeah. 
big, big changes, right? So I think what people tend to hold on to secretly that really helps to release them when they look at it is their closets, because it's really, what are you really holding on to that you're not manifesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I believe it. So size means that into anymore. That's what I'm holding on to. Right? It's like the, the wish list of, okay, right? I'm going to yeah. use this. I'm going to fit into this. I am going to fit into it. Right? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. Yeah. It, that's uh, the one year purge, right? Yeah. They give you the you one year it, purge mm-hmm. every year. If you don't use it after a year, donate it, you know, mm-hmm. get rid of it. Cause mm-hmm. the mindset of, of why you kept it is going to be the mindset of why you don't flourish mm-hmm. because yeah. you just assume um, like, I'm going to lose that last 10 pounds, you know, so I'm going to keep it. It's like, oh, shut yeah. up. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. I can understand if it's your wedding dress mm-hmm. or something that's really nostalgic and you're like, you know, I just want to hold on to this for a little mm-hmm. longer. Great. But if it's like work clothes, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say this. I have work clothes that is over six years old. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I enjoy wearing it. It's comfortable to me, you know, and everybody's like, isn't that like fall 1999? I'm like, yeah, it's called vintage back off. You know, it's like find a way to make it work. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It's just um, today with uh, uh, social media is if your closets, oh, yeah. if your closets are not acrylic with the uh, hair blow dryer peeling off the sticker so that there's no residue. <laughs> You're a loser. You know, it's like, it's your closet, not like that. And then the question mark, it's like, yeah, but those are, you know, maybe if you do have that design, it doesn't hold all of the items. Mm -hmm. So my question is, where is the the extra? It's in some fucked up closet, you know, (laughs) that you're not putting on your TikTok account because it can only hold so many, you know, cascade pods. You know, it can only hold so many, you know, uh you know, sponges and all yeah. like all that stuff i'm like it can only hold so much so where is the extra yeah. it's in a shithole yeah. down the hall that you're not you know letting the world know it's like there's always a shithole p- spot in your house you know and it's like and that's for some people it's their whole house the whole house is a shithole you know so you got to fix it like as we're designing we actually have to make more closets because people need to store more stuff that they're not really using because yeah. when people are so busy. This is what happens. And I, and I'm not trying to diss anybody, but it's like the Costco culture, right? Oh, I'm going to yeah. buy oh, God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Buy it because I can depend on it when I don't have time. Mm-hmm. So time is kind of the leverage, right. Of how you live. Yeah. Your life. Yep. And if you look at other countries, or if you look, like you said, our grandparents days, you lived in a smaller portion of time management. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. More simple. You were aware of what you had in your fridge or your house. You didn't oh, need man. extra space because you were living in the present yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Yeah. Right. So as our closets have expanded, our kitchens have expanded, our stress has expanded because now we got to manage it all. Yep. Yeah. Right? And it's called decision fatigue. When you got to mm-hmm. manage too yep. much stuff, then you feel the weight of all of that. Like, what are you going to do with it? Where mm-hmm. are you going to store it? How to take care of it? So it's like paring down. And that's why my business is called Simply Beautiful because it's 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 coming back to the simplicity, really, that frees so My husband and I just remodeled the closet, you know, the so it's a walk-in and it has like shelving and all that stuff and drawers and stuff like that. Um, so we we got that done, but we didn't finish the flooring. Does that matter? Like in for energy, you know, like does that matter that the floor is still like what do you call that? 
MDX board or something like it's not, oh you know, God. like we ripped up the carpet and we're like, there's no flooring in there. So does sub that flooring. matter? The subflooring yeah. is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> kind of in a, in a bigger realm, right. Of looking at it, whenever you see something that's unfinished, it's that one other thing that you look at that, that holds that energy of un, unfinished business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Foundation, right? That's your flooring. I mean, that is something that that's yeah. your foundation. Oh my god! That oh is my humongous. god! That is huge. Look at that, right? So when yes. you yeah. that, like, if you can't get your foundation finished, how are you going to grow? Yeah. <gasps> right? And then you're oh carrying in all the other stuff of his past and the rug and, the, and yes, the, oh, what is it on that makes him feel like? Well, yeah, put we out. have a freaking five bedroom house for only us two. And he's gone most of the time because he's traveling for work. So it's me by myself in this huge house. And I fucking hate it. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh, my right? gosh. You, you guys. Like, that's, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. There's no, like, there's no, like, um, warmth in this house. Oh. There's no, you know what I mean? Like, there's, yes. it's very cold to me. Yeah. This whole house is cold. You and guys. he doesn't get it. We. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in more in depth. You guys got to come back for a part two because I'm telling you, we're going to get into it, MJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's we should. Good. Listen, thank you guys for joining us for Creates Happiness Podcast. This episode, come back next week, Friday for another episode and part two of this one because you're going to get into the nitty gritty and you guys are going to love it. I'm telling you. Talk to yep. you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Well, good goodbye. Goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, bye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y.